Following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Tavern Tales Jr. is an ongoing actual play podcast using Wizards of the Coast's Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition rules and the Humblewood campaign from Hitpoint Press. Our adventurous story stars Robin, Will, Savannah, and the occasional guest star as Robin and Will's dad, Kyle, takes their characters on a wild adventure where no one knows exactly what will happen next. Released bi-weekly, Tavern Tales Jr. has been coming out since 2017 and is recorded in Calgary, Alberta, the traditional territories of the Nitsitapi and the people of the Treaty 7 region of Southern Alberta. Welcome to Tavern Tales Jr. Humblewood Edition. This is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast for kids and adults. In Tavern Tales Jr., we will take a group of kids on a fantastical adventure, but this time we're all burbs. This podcast is created by and for kids. So let's see what heights we can reach today, because we're burbs. I'm wondering if you'd go wandering with me through the wilderness and woods to where the winds are blowing free through the darkness of the night heading toward the morning light i wonder if you'd wander with me and i'll spread the word and you beat the drum we'll round up the troops and get the gang to come and we'll leave the streets and these neighborhoods head over the river and through the woods hello and welcome to tavern tales jr humboldt edition this is a podcast for kids and adults my name is will and i play the role of tim partons he is a canadian goose that's a cleric which has the storm domain he looks like he's wandering about a tree house and he he's a very tall and thick fellow and he wants to find some treasure that Frey Meredith said. Hi there, my name is Savannah and I play the role of April Reaper, a blue jay rogue, an arcane trickster. And April is on the side of the tree, basically <laughs> climbing it because she's also trying to look for that treasure that Frey Meriden said was in the tree. And next to me is... Hi, I'm Robin and I play Rita Harper, a American Robin, lawful neutral bard with the background of Grounded. Rita Harper, as many people know, is terrified of heights, just terrified of heights, very interesting and believes in the law above all else and she's also fond of scolding april and i'm kyle your dungeon master and wrangler of children and teenagers since the party continues to age the table continues to get older year over year over year but it has been a delight hearing the evolution of their voices and their mannerisms and their characterization going back three and a half years now in june of this year it will be four full years of play 
saying, hard to believe this has been such a mainstay in all of your lives so much so far. Why don't you drop us into the world of the imagination, Will, and we will begin our adventure today. We fall down smelling fire and hearing wolves through another complete adventure that we went through a long time ago. We fall down into and through a house where a person is using the bathroom. We move quickly to a tree house, which are where our characters are climbing up or down, searching for something. We fall into our characters, and someone says, Sure, and what is the first thing that Tim says as we fall into our characters? I smell smoke. Yes, perhaps that is the case. He smells some smoke. There is a door to the treehouse. There is a window to the treehouse as well. And I'm just going to go out and say that even though last game no one smelled, the, no one heard the wolf cries except for our friend in the bathroom, Bobby, that the group has actually heard these wolves and they're coming from one direction off to the side. Do you think the sound is coming through the door or the window, April? The window. So what do you do? Um, April hears it and is startled by it so much that she jumps backwards and falls off the tree. Whoa, she's in the treehouse. Oh, in the tree. Okay, and never she mind. She no, just throws herself through the window? <laughs> no. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, she like looks out the window immediately. Yes, looking out the window. Down below, you can hear it. On the other side of the tree, your arm fully deep into the bowl of the tree, that hole and the trunk. Rita Harper, what do you do? Rita stumbles a little bit like, what was that cry? Guys, what was the cry? You have no idea. They're up in the treehouse. You hear it yourselves. It's on the other side of the trunk. I think I um, I look out of the treehouse and I'm like, what? what? Well, you're not in the treehouse. Remember, you're on the ground below. Oh, yeah. I know. You weren't going to climb up there. I'm like, I, I like, because I'm focused on inside of the tree. Mm-hmm. So Rita turns her head abruptly to the direction of where the cry was and it's like all you see is tree because your arm is so deep inside the trunk that you can't get your head around to see do you want to pull your arm yeah, out yeah, yeah i'm gonna pull my arm out all right you pull your arm out and you look around the trunk now i want everybody to close their eyes i'm gonna tell you the words fire wolf and I want this to be a shared imaginative experience. I don't want to just describe it for you. So what is the first thing you see when you think of the word fire wolf as something comes into the clearing, Sav? What's the first thing you see? I imagine like on its back flames that are like blowing in the wind. Ooh, flames that are flickering in because a wind has blown up and it's brushing sparks off of its back. Ooh, I like that. What is the first thing you envisioned, Robin? Fire around like ice sockets. Oh, yeah. Because basically I imagine a timber wolf on what fire. What color was that? Those eye sockets? White or? Just like black. There's no real eyes in there. It's like. So black coals glowing like embers and mm-hmm. flame pouring out. Yeah. Okay. I can picture that. What did you first picture, Will? A smoke coming out of the mouth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. I can picture these things so much more easily. They are not constructed of living things right? These firewolves are not like the wolf species that you have seen on occasion that walk on two feet and hold things in their hands. These creatures walk on all four limbs and they are not. They are not from this world. They are more like wolves that you and I would think of in our world as opposed to the world of Humblewood. And they are comprised almost entirely of living flame and coal and all of those other things that come 
come with fire, crusted lava. Yeah, yeah, Picture they that. char literally everything they touch. And every step they take, the ground erupts in flame underneath them, burning the grass and vegetation that they walk upon. Now, I envisioned three of them stepped out. Yeah, three. They pause and lift their heads to the air because even though they are comprised entirely of flame, they are still much like the wolves that we know of. And for some reason, they have the ability to smell things, even though can fire smell? Not really. I don't know. The little boy begins to let out a shriek, a cry, a a fox-like yip. But Rita, knowing that she does not want the little boy to reveal that there are people here and the firewolves to descend upon you rapidly, does what? I'm going to cover his mouth. (laughs) Cover his mouth quickly. And he does not say anything. The mother quickly backs up to remain behind the tree as well and looks to you, heroic Rita Harper, to save the day. Tim, April, we need to go. There's firewolves and they're close to the house. Remember, they're way up that tree. You can see as you turn around the edge before you duck back behind the tree yourself. You can see your friend April Reaper up there in the window looking out. What's something your character can do that would be quiet that could talk to your friends? Are you thinking I have message? I thought you had message. You don't? Oh, what do you have that could help then? I, um... I have pressed a digitation. That might not be super helpful in this instance. Oh, I do have message, actually. <laughs> wow, I forgot. That would be useful. So, Rita sends a quick message, like, firewolves, 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 three times. Okay, well, that's something you don't see every day. I'm underneath. I'm, like, on on top of the under part of I the I know, you were, you were digging up the bottom of the treehouse to reach into a hole in the tree at the top there to pull something out. Your hand closed about it, but then all of a sudden talk about firewolves do you pull it out or do you say, you know what, maybe we'll let treasure wait until this fight is done? Pull it out. You pull it out? All right, cool. It is a large, long box, a rectangular box that you had pulled out. I don't know if I described what you had felt inside the tree. It was a sack. Ooh, okay. So I've, can I send a message to Tim again? Because my, um, it's a... Uh... You cannot see Tim, but you can see April. Ah. And yes, there's a moment there as the wolves are sniffing and checking and determining if they're going to go towards this tree and the house or if they're going to turn and continue to burn the forest around them. All they seem to care about is igniting the world in fire. I'm going to see if I can like sneak around the tree to like find Tim. Mm, okay, yeah. Or like a- if there's an angle where I can send him a message. You and just be, like, have to be able to wolves. see him. It is a treehouse. Make a perception check to see if you can spot Tim readily where you are. While Robin's rolling that, what are you up to there, April? Wait, so I'm with Tim? Or- yeah, you're with Tim in the treehouse. Okay, I could whisper to him saying, Tim, there's fire wolves. That's fair. How did you do on your perception check there, Rita? Okay, I got Nate. <laughs> that is not enough. You can't see him. He must not be hit visible to the slats. So April turns to Tim and says, <laughs> Tim, stay down. There's fire wolves over there. I want to make a perception check to see them. Sure. Yeah, you can pop your head up. You don't even need to make a perception check. You pop your head up next to April. You see the three fire wolves and they are terrible, devastating, wild looking beasts. They are black and orange and red and white where their eyes, the white of the fire, the eye that's coming out of their black coal-like eyes. Everything about them looks dangerous to the touch. Just like lava tears. Sure. They are crackled over and they are fiery, abominable looking creatures. What do you do, April? April like goes against the wall with her head under the window, hoping that they don't notice her and just go away. (laughs) Tim, what do you do? I'm preparing for a surprise attack. You want to surprise these beasts? Okay, let's say the beasts are 60 feet away or less. You two are up 
20 feet in a tree, and you and the family are on the ground, Rita Harper. Let's roll initiative now, even though combat isn't necessarily about to begin, just because I would like to have an understanding of where everyone will go in the initiative order. 16. I got a 3. I got a 14. (laughs) Let's just uh, figure out what the NPCs, the mom and the son run they have a nine and the wolves themselves whoa oh no don't let them go first. what i get robin oh my god they have a 20 yeah i rolled a natural 20 does that mean we all do the cheer no no, no? Oh. the death of humble <laughs> the death the of humble just just for the lols the, the death, death of humble and that's, Please don't let that be true. Uh, <laughs> that's the wolves saying that. That's the wolves. Oh, oh, yes. Picture that wolf cry, but crackling with fire. <gasps> yeah, I don't even think you can do it without sounding <gasps> like a bird. So, <laughs> so the wolves, they go first. You can tell because I've asked you to roll initiative that combat is soon to come. And they begin to pad slowly out of the woods towards the tree that stands alone in this little glen in this little vale igniting the soft tender shoots of grass beneath them as they move towards it it looks like they want to rub against the tree and set the tree and the tree house on fire that is their turn so that they will have gone they're just walking they're just walking though they don't know where are they right now they are 45 feet away oh so you all now have a surprise round. You can coordinate and organize yourselves accordingly. What do you want to do to take on these three firewolves? Okay. I want to go down and smash one of them in the head. I think, actually, they're probably weak to water. So does anyone have any water things? Uh, I probably do. I should. I do not. Actually, I should read up on prestidigitation again. Can I make water? This is a first. It's been a while since anyone bothered to open up a book and look at it. <laughs> I'm mostly opening up a book because I don't have a card for something that might have water. Oh, what's the thing that you wanted to... I have chromatic orb. Chromatic orb could do ice damage. Ice damage, okay. (laughs) I can do very small things. Minor illusion. Are they scared of anything? Water? <laughs> I don't know. You could. Oh my god! What if they're gas fires? What if putting water on them makes stronger? Oh gosh, I'd scare. That would be scary. Just get some sand. Sand. Can we make sand, Father? How do you make sand, Father? They're probably not gas fires, but they're magical. Mm. Oh, I could summon my spiritual weapon. Noise. I have earth tremor. Do you think that'll help? You can cause a tremor in the ground. If we get them all in like a field away from the house, then we can probably like, I can earth tremor the ground. Like they can all like shake and fall. I've got a really good idea. So I'm going to do fog cloud on them. And then I'm going to jump down into the middle of the fog cloud and do thunder wind. Oh my goodness. That's pretty cool. So you have a moment of time to think about what you might do. And all of you are casters and you definitely are within range. So what is something you want to do there, April Reaper? I'm thinking about using chromatic orb with like cold or ice. Hmm. Yeah. No, that would be good. Yeah. Maybe freeze them a little. Snuff out the fire. That's about my best bet because... I've got like two fire spells, so those won't help. Yeah, no. I don't know if acid would help. Now, Um, you have fought magmen in the past, and you have fought ember bats in the past. And so I will tell you something important if you make the arcana check to learn it. So make an arcana check to see if it's something you remember. You can as well. Can I do it? Of course. Oh, I should bardically inspire everyone for my turn as a bonus action. Well, I definitely don't remember anything. I got an 18. Yeah, I rolled a two. 
Apparently, Rude. I rolled a nat back one. To my bad rolling. I rolled a nat one. <laughs> nat one. He got a nat one. I got a nat two. <laughs> Rita, you're the only one who remembers that cold and fire are things that the magmen and the ember bats were immune to. Oh, because wait. if they're immune to fire, they're usually immune to cold as well. So it might be something worthwhile to call out to remind the party during your turn. I'm gonna message. I would use message because that's your action. But since you're about to rain holy heck down upon them, these beasts. I don't think I can do that. You can do what? I don't know if I can rain holy heck. You know. Well, do your best. What are you planning to do on your turn there, Rita? If I can, I want to earth tremor them because I've never used the ability and that seems interesting. But um, or I'm just gonna vicious mock one of them. V mock. V mock. V mock. And what are you planning on doing, Tim? If I can, I want to do summon my spiritual weapon, do thunder wave and fog cloud. Oh, how many actions do I have? Well, you're gonna get to cast one spell. <gasps> then I'll do my fog cloud and I and I'll use my bonus action. So then I'll do my thunder wave. Okay, it's now time. Combat is about to begin. You're all about to ambush these fire wolves that are walking towards you. But what are you going to do about the NPCs, Rita? I'm going to tell the NPCs to get as far as away as they can. Like, a safe distance. What does that mean? Where do you want them to go? So, since the, the tree is, like, pretty far out from the house, I, I would imagine. Or, like, yep. closer, but far. Like, maybe hide in surrounding lush greenery. Remember, the only thing that's in this entire field is the tree. Oh, God. And that house is on the other side of the field. You're kind of in the middle of it, and the wolves have come out from one side. So, the tree is between the wolves yep. and the house. Ooh. Run to the house, probably. Why don't you tell me what you tell them? All right. Me, Tim, and April will handle it. You just need to get us get to the house. Uh, Bobby will take care of you. It'll happen, okay? Go. They take off running. Who is the first to act? It's important to note, you communicate with each other. So even though Tim has the highest initiative, Cold. he uh, might not act first because he's about to do Fog Cloud. And if he does cast Fog Cloud, you won't be able to see them anymore. Okay, so cold damage and fire damage don't do anything. You cry up. The wolves hear that. They start perking their heads towards you. Of course, not their turn. He was just speaking. So you're going to go first. Okay, I want to leap out from the tree and like run as far as I can and then Earth Tremor it. How far does Earth Tremor reach? It's a 10 foot radius, so I need to get really close. <gasps> Oh, it's only on yourself. Oh my goodness. That you are being super heroic. Oh my goodness. Okay, you have earned a story moat. I'll give you the gem for that in a bit. That is incredible. You're going to charge in amongst the wolves and right in the center of them cast Earth Tremor. I really want to describe this because I have a mental image of how I'm going to do it. Okay, perfect. Okay, now maybe you don't need to charge into them right away because we can get April's shot to ring off into the woods as you go. So April, do your chromatic orb. Now, there's something important that you have to have in order to cast chromatic orb. Do you remember what that is? A diamond worth less than 50 GP. <laughs> At least 50 GP. Yeah. And remember, you spent a gem on that gem when you first got the spell. You don't recall. It's fine. That was like eight months ago. I did. <laughs> so yes, you pull. What does this gem look like again? Good question. <laughs> It's a white gem that looks like it's glowing a little bit. Ooh, I like that. And depending on what element you use, it changes color layer. So like... Or is like, it flat on both sides or is it 
does it cut to a point? It cuts to a point. It cuts to a point. Is it a rectangle, square, circle, octagon? What is the cut at the top of the gem? Octagon. An octagon at the top that comes down into a point. I love it. And it seems to glow a little bit. And it's white because it's a diamond. It has to be a diamond. So it looks an awful lot like our story motes, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. Perfect. You pull this gem out. You use it as your focus as you point your hand at the gem. And what do you say? I think this is my first time using chromatic Ooh, love it you say something for chromatic orb what do you say i don't know i bet uh i need well, to think about i just think that you need to open up your book write chromatic orb and then the words of the spell are blah for the type of damage that you're going to do and you'll need to change the spell for each different type of damage and you don't want to do fire or cold because rita has told immune. you not to yeah listen to rita she's good is there any like grass like nature i can either do acid orb? poison lightning or thunder Mm-hmm. Do thunder. I want to oh. do poison. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my vivid imagination is really helping this because like I see the tree and then the wolves that are like looking around and it's like very cutscene battle-esque. Like there's like swords. It's like an animatic. Oh, I love yes, it so it's much. Totally I just, what's going on. I literally see us all doing it at the exact same time. So I cast the fog cloud. She deserves tremor and then she That's what I'm picturing too, is that it's all happening at the same time, but we need to roll dice separately and whatnot. But um like yes. Tim comes from above or like and then I'm come I come out and I'm in the middle and I'm like shaking the ground and then April comes from the side and is like hitting them with chromatic orb. I love it so much. Yeah, I think it's great. Perfect. So what do you say when you cast chromatic orb into the heart of the first firewolf? The pain shall pierce through your heart. (laughs) Oh, what? So not the pain, right? Because you need to change it every single time to poison, poison, pain, thunderous pain. pain flaming pain right the you poison can... pain pierces through your heart i love it that's cool. perfect i think and you're gonna do poison damage to these things yes. i think that's amazing and you now have to make an attack roll against them why do you have to roll so bad <laughs> how bad is that i rolled a three okay Aww. is that a three total now you get to add your proficiency bonus plus i think your intelligence bonus to this oh and my intelligence bonus is plus two <laughs> proficiency okay Okay, it's a seven. You miss your chromatic orb. One of your first level spell slots shoots out and misses the wolf. But you had advantage on this check because oh. they don't know you're there. So roll again and see if you can beat that. Please. I rolled a 17. Then you have assuredly hit. How much damage does your chromatic orb of poison damage do? And tell me, there is a yellow wolf. We'll call them by their colors. More of a yellowy flame. There is a black fiery wolf and a red fire wolf which one are you shooting at the black one of course you were and the black one's the alpha oh absolutely that's what i'm picturing as well uh it takes a 3d8 mm-hmm. so roll eight three eight-sided dice you might need to borrow some from someone robin has a ton mm. i also want to just say that the that the yellow wolf is a girl the yellow wolf is a girl. Okay, yeah, sure. While Savannah is rolling her damage because she's hit with her poisonous chromatic orb blast, Tim is casting Fog Cloud. What does he say when he casts Fog Cloud? Your vision is gone, baby. 
I mean, you are a cleric and it needs to be a prayer. You probably can't just say that because you would accidentally cast that spell if you said that normally. (laughs) To Gaspar, can you please help me by making fog around these people? Sounds great. What does the spell do when you cast the fog cloud? What happens? You create a 20 foot radius square of fog centered on a point within range. The clear square spreads around around the corners mm-hmm. and its area is held is have up here. They won't be able to see. They won't be able to attack. They won't know which way to go. Well, Rita, you hear the spell beginning to be cast by Tim. Fog is starting to trickle up from the ground itself and envelop these fire wolves. What do you do? I also need to summon my spiritual weapon. Oh, and as a bonus... That's a bonus action. And as a bonus action, you wish to summon a spiritual weapon. Now, normally, you don't get to have two spells cast in the same round you would have to do a cantrip like toll the dead but i do like the idea of fog cloud so you can summon your spiritual weapon next round don't worry about it you'll get to do your summon your spiritual weapon and attack with it and you'll get to hit the the creatures with a cantrip next round it won't it won't change your action at all okay so as the fog is like making the wolves turn their heads in all of the directions and as the alpha cries out in pain rita's gonna pass out from the tree like wing out and then like charge at the wolves and when she's in the middle of all three of them that are looking in different directions yep. she's just gonna like fall to the ground put her hands on the ground and just like cast her earth tremor remember you have to have your loot and perform Mm -hmm. in order to cast earth tremor so that other hand out behind you and you pull your ukulele free with the other hand and i would think maybe you drop to your knees in amongst all of them and you let loose a beautiful ukulele strum and you cry out fall to your knees and sing (laughs) i love it that's great yes fall to your knees and sing and the ground rumbles and rolls what happens when you cast earth tremor you cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. If the ground in that area is loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until cleared. It is definitely loose earth because it's just a pasture, mm-hmm. so you are now trapped in amongst these wolves in difficult terrain. You're surrounded by Basically fog on all sides. myself. Not really. What's something that your character can do but hates to? Fly. So, <laughs> I don't fly. You may need to do so. So you cast a spell. They're all going to make dexterity savings. What is the difficulty of this check, Robin? Oh, 14. All right. They have to make. So I have to roll 13 or better because they have plus one at dexterity. What happened? Did you win? Oh, my God. They all saved. So I'm going to say they all had disadvantage because of the fog cloud, not knowing this was going to happen because I really like the color of what you had to say, because I rolled two 15s and a 16, which is ridiculous. At least a couple of them should have failed. So let's say they had disadvantage, right? Let's make this properly theatrical. Yeah. Because they aren't expecting this combat to occur. So they've got disadvantage on a save. Normally, I don't like to see disadvantage on saving throws. But in this instance, I want to reroll. So I'm rolling again. Excellent. What is the difficulty? 14. And on my second roll, I have a 12, a 3, and a 5. And so these wolves fail. And they all tumble to the ground, knocked onto their sides with a yip and a yowl, fire illuminating everywhere. The fog is getting burned off by the fire coming off of these creatures, but the fog is 
powerful and thick and it rolls out. What are you saying, bud? It only disappears if it's uh, the very buttons. Yes, an, a wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. Yes, so it's it's not going away, but the fog, of course, is, is being burned off by their fire because their heat is making the water vapor that's appearing turn back into a gas. But they still can't see anything because even though it's burning off of them, it's still all around. It's 40 feet long on one side, Will. It's 40 feet by 40 feet. So picture like our entire house times two, and that's how much fog is around here in this area. And it's swarmed up to about 20 feet high as well because it's 20 feet on one side. It's 40 feet by 40 feet by 40 feet. This gigantic cube of fog has erupted into the air. The wolves knocked to the ground, climbed their feet. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Rita? You only had to go. Actually, you would have had to move your entire movement to get in amongst them and then cast your spell. Is there a bonus action or something you would have liked to have done? Uh, Can I bardically inspire someone? Who would you like to bardically inspire? Who is going to be casting spells that require attacks versus saving throws? That's a good question. Tim casts a lot of people need to make a saving throw uh. checks, whereas April casts a lot of spells that require her to make a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, Fair we'll, to say? We'll do, we'll do April. So go for it. Do you want me to sing? Yes, you are a bard. You should perform your bardic inspiration. April, 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 destroy these losers. Did that inspire you? Yes. All right, <laughs> then great. Cool. That is the end of the round of surprise. We now begin the very first round of combat, and it begins with our natural 20 getting wolves who climb back up to their feet, using up half their movement to do so, and they make attacks and snarling swipes at Rita. Each of them gets two attacks, and they are desperately hunting and seeking Rita, but she's under full cover. And so the wolves cannot get to her at all because they cannot see her. The wolves will now lash out with disadvantage to try to get to Rita. They only get to attack one time. So one of them is the closest one to you, and it's the black one. And he's going to try to bite at you with his fearsome, angry, lava-dripping mouth. And he misses. What's your armor class? 15. And I've only rolled an eight. So even though he's plus six, I'm very close to having attacked you. The other one, though, the one next to you, he exhales fire breath. A cone of fire comes exhaling from within as he exerts this huge lung full of fire in your general direction. And you need to make a saving throw of a 12 dexterity check. So DC 12 dexterity saving throw. I got a one plus three, dad. Oh, I did the, no. the math already. All right, you take 18 fire damage from this creature and he gets to roll to see if his fire breath comes back if it recharges it does not Yes. <laughs> Guys, I have three hit points left. Oh, 21 hit points total? Yeah. Oh my goodness. You might want to fly. <laughs> you might want to fly, The Rita. other one attempts to attack Rita as well with disadvantage. And I've rolled an eight again. You're so lucky. That could have gone very bad very fast. The wolves have done their turn. They have bitten and tried to attack Rita. Rita, you're in amongst them. It is Tim's turn. Tim, what would you like to do? Ding dong. You're told the dead. You have to be able to see one of them in order to toll the dead. I can probably see one of them when um when the flame when the Oh, I love that. Oh, That's a great her. idea. Yes. Okay, let's say you suddenly see them. I'm gonna give them advantage on their saving throw though, because no. they are in fog cloud. When the uh fog scorches out and reappears, I think I might You've see done a great them. job with that color. I think that's brilliant. So you the red one was the one that cast the fog cloud. You're gonna roll you're you're casting 
having told the dead, the doorbell rings. You say to Gaspard, what? Can I have a ding dong on aisle 10, please? No. (laughs) (laughs) But in actuality, what do you normally say for told the dead? In Gaspard's name, will this spell will hit? All right, let's see. They have to make a dexterity saving throw. What type of saving throw do they have to make? Wisdom. All right, they make their wisdom saving throw. They are plus one on wisdom checks. So what is their difficulty? By the way, Sav, how much damage did you do to the Black Wolf? 13. Ooh, nice. So what was the spell save difficulty there, Will? 14. All right, I have rolled an 11 total. So you do the damage. And are you targeting the Black Wolf? No, you're targeting the Red Wolf because he's the one that used his fire breath. He hasn't been hurt yet. So I believe you just do a D8 damage, correct? D8 necrotic damage. 1D8 necrotic damage. Yep, it's brilliant. Seven. Wow, nicely done. Seven damage. The wolf howls out in pain as the ding-dong of the doorbell rings. Also, I summon my spiritual weapon. Oh, how do you do that? In Gaspar's name, my spiritual weapon shall be formed. And it's a spear. It's a spear this time? Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Normally it isn't. But yes, you can summon it out to a range of what? What's the range on spiritual weapon on your character on the card there 60 feet oh yeah you definitely have more than enough space to summon the spiritual weapon right next to that red beast and guess what i i summon it over its head of over its head of course and it gets to make an attack upon the creature when it is formed so roll 2d20 and take the lower of the two you're trying to beat the armor class of the creature which is only 13 did you miss? Oh. I think a rolling of a two is not quite enough. So you, your spiritual weapon, the spear, has missed the wolf this this round as you've attempted to nail it. Now it is April's turn. Hmm. April, the fog cloud obscures everything. So if anything requires you to have line of sight on the creature, you won't be able to affect it. Did Earth Tremor do any damage or just knock them down? Knock them. Okay. Uh, I might be able. Can I do Chromatic Orb again? You can cast Chromatic Orb again. I don't know how many first level spell slots you have, but you definitely have more than one one so you could cast it but you can't see them so you'll have disadvantage on the strike however you've got your bardic inspiration from your friend so you could use that if you would like to yeah i'm gonna use chromatic orb again all right go for it fire out with chromatic orb now you have to roll with disadvantage so two d20s and take the lower of the two 16. That is more than enough to hit. You've actually found the creature and struck true. So roll your 3d8. What type of damage are you doing this time? I am going to do lightning, I think. Wow. So what do you say to do lightning damage? Let this shocking pain pierce your heart. I love it. That's beautiful. Roll your damage while we turn now. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? I don't think so. All right. You've done your main action. You've done your spell cast while you're rolling your damage and adding it up. It is the NPC's turn and they continue to run now for the house. They move their 60 full feet that they get on a turn to get to the house, give or take, and now we turn to Rita at the end of the order. Rita, what do you do with your turn? Rita's gonna vicious mock one of them. Sure. But I should fly. Yes. Okay. Do you want me to do color and then roll? What are you to trying to do? Out. You get it flying out. away? You just get to jump I, and fly in the air. I have color for it. I want to hear that color. Rita looks around as these huffing fire wolves get up. The yellow one, eyes aflame, look at her and just the fear in her heart is telling her you need to get away you need but like the mental blockade that she's built against flying in her head because of her fear of heights is just like the adrenaline is pumping she doesn't see another way out and for like the first time since she was like five she um she gets in the proper posing she flaps her wings as a test and then just out from the fog uh, soars Rita oh I love it now this has never happened in either of your experiences you've seen her fly 
die before, but never like this, as Rita just appears out from within the fog cloud. Just make an easy athletics check just to see how cool this leap and fly would be. But isn't she my sister? Yes. Ooh, that's a pretty good roll. How'd you do? 15. That is pretty crazy. Amazing. Great. You leap into the air, flap once, flap twice, arise above the fog cloud. Now, this is your action because it is an action to fly up, to glide and things like that. So that's what this is going to be is this action to do. If you have a bonus action you'd like to offer or your movement, you can do those things as well. But you've flown up and now you're gliding above the wolves. They can't even reach you there. If they were to use their fire breath, they could not find you. But they have gotten all twisted and turned because they've turned to attack you. So they don't know which way is out or which way is closest to the tree. They are trapped and surrounded below by fog everywhere. Also, the terrain is super unsteady. The glow of the brilliant, beautiful midday sun shines upon Rita Harper's wings as she suddenly comes aloft, booming out of the fog cloud. How does Tim and April react to this? April's just in pure shock and... Now that's something you really don't see every day. <laughs> she says to Tim, and what does Tim say? Now watch what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tim has to always one-up in the terms of flight. <laughs> Fine. Tim and Rita, you can both have another gem. Make sure you start using these as we go along. This is a tough and crazy difficult fight. Now because you're gonna, like, I will not forget, trust me, because we will come back to this after the break. Wait. <laughs> <sighs> Oh my god, yeah, we are. Just a gang of spellcasters. Oh, that's the new song I'm making. Beautiful. Just a gang of spellcasters. <laughs> yeah, that. Walking Playing a bard is epic. Around <laughs> with some fire wolves. <laughs> yeah, it's a hit song. It's a hit. You're wondering if I go wandering with you. What kind of trouble? We'll get ourselves into Would it be wrong to tag along With a band of vagabonds You wonder if I'd wander with you So I'll spread the word And you beat the drum We'll round up the troops And get the gang to come And we'll leave the streets In these neighborhoods This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales Jr. We'll be back in two weeks with more of the adventure. Our intro and outro music is Through the Woods by the Okie Dokie Brothers. Find their music on iTunes or check them out at www.okidoki.org. And follow them on Twitter at Okie Dokie Bros. We'd love a review on iTunes or check us out on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. See you all later! I'm wondering if you'd come wandering my way If you ever get lost or if the trail leads you astray The music of the pack can always bring you back I wonder, can we wander away? And I'll spread the word and you beat the drum Round up the truth Get the gang to